Everybody ready? Yep. yep. Energy up? Energy Y'all is... good to go? Uh, uh, energy's pretty low, but... Let's bring it up, Eric. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Should we get a, Should we have a hype session? Yeah, man. No, I'm good. I'll, I'll get it. I'm going to do some jumping jacks. <laughs> Can we get some... We don't need you winded. We need you <laughs> hyped up. You don't want to hear my breathing any harder than I already did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hello and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Twain. Hello world, it's me, Eric Gregor. <laughs> Hello 2022 people. Wild, huh? It's Nolan. <laughs> My energy was real high. I thought I was the one that And was then I crashed. Oh, jeez. Uh, we're here to deliver your Just monthly like dose year. of Sorry. video game nourishment. And sounds like Nolan could use some of that nourishment. Uh, if you're f- unfamiliar with us, we're a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game. Mm. Uh, if you're new here, the month of December is always a uh, pick your own game. We each pick one yeah. instead of uh, playing one game together. Um, this month I played Half-Life 2. Nice. I played Judgment. Nice. And I played Chrono Trigger. Nice, 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 nice. Before we dive into our our games of the month, we just got to cover some housekeeping. If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. And you can now drop a review on Spotify. I believe it's just a star rating system. There's no comments or anything. So it's even easier for you to open up Spotify, click that five stars or whatever stars. Um yeah. you think is appropriate perfect new year's resolution right there yeah, if you the stars yeah if you do have any feedback for us you can send it to video game rations at gmail.com um you can also shoot over any potential sponsorship opportunities you mm-hmm. know um we've been hearing things we've been hearing <laughs> there's been rumblings there's been rumblings people have been asking for numbers and stats so get those ratings up uh you can also do the same twitter at vg rations um, where you can limit yourself to a certain amount of characters and express yourself that way. <laughs> or, uh, you know, let us know what game you want us to play in future months or anything like that. And you can also find us on Discord. We've got a great little Discord server, fun community of fellow gamers and nerds um, talking about all sorts of nonsense in there. You can find the link to the Discord server in our Twitter bio. Yeah, I should see if I can do like a little bitly or something we can shout out uh we'll try and get that by next next oh, episode. okay shout out great great that way people don't have to go to our twitter every time yeah that's true that's true that's true but there's a lot happening on twitter too so you know great place to yeah, be you know, twitter you know. is my preferred social media at the moment okay great 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 um Guys, let's get the, the video game conversation going. Ooh, okay. What have you guys been playing this month besides uh, your your BYOG? Oh, you know, uh, <laughs> December is like, you know, slow month. Yeah. Yeah. Staying cash, indoors. Yeah, doing casual things. Yeah. Uh, playing the same games I played last month, though. <laughs> uh, it's more Halo Infinite multiplayer and yeah. Slay the Spire. been... Climbing those rungs and slay the spire. Nice. Nice. Um, other than that, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Mm. I I swear, do we we oh we tried to play the alien, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, um, we didn't fire team, but yeah. 
That didn't work. I still out. have it installed. Still Same. have it installed. I deleted it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'll install it again. Whoa. <laughs> wow. wow, well, wow, wow, wow yeah, we didn't meet up and you just deleted yeah, I it. I was like, tried it once and It was an act of... Uh, Rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. How about well, you, Nolan? Yeah. It's, it's, now you're that not you... playing Aliens Fire to you. Uh, well, you know. I have a feeling. You know me. It's uh, it's uh, that time of year again uh, where the Tarkov... We're blessed with another wipe. <laughs> ...escape from Tarkov. They uh, have wiped again. And this time, they've added a bunch of stuff. Uh huh. We got new map. Oh, which hasn't there hasn't been a new map for two years. Whoa. They've uh, they've uh, done like some rebuild like rebuilds of some older maps to make them bigger, which is pretty cool. Oh. But new map. Didn't know that. We got inertia. So uh, when you move around, you feel like you weigh five hundred million pounds. It's <laughs> weird. But uh, and when you like press A and D and try to strafe back and forth. It's not a it you don't just move on a dime. You there's like a slowdown per like mm. between. So you can't like jiggle peek on people. And then they added VoIP, which oh man. It's good. Uh, it's amazing. Basically every game I've played this wipe, we've either talked to people, traded stuff. Uh we there was four of us and we went into like a objective zone area and we told them to get out of here <laughs> or we're going to shoot them. Uh, the first time me and Neil played, he got killed. I teamed up with the guy who killed him. We went and controlled the whole map mm-hmm. and then got out. And it was a fantastic experience. I thought it was going to be like more like a call of duty or like a Rainbow Six VoIP. <laughs> yeah. Where Eat a it's, fart. It's just <laughs> the most horrific nonsense you've ever heard. Yeah. Um, Tarkov is known for having a pretty shitty community. Uh-huh. Uh, but, man, it seems like everyone's having a good time. That's good. I've also been killed because I trusted a guy and mm. he walked out mm-hmm. and killed me. But uh, I, that's okay. Like That's Tarkov. That's Tarkov? I'm not even mad. <laughs> no like, pain, no game. Yeah. It's the the code I live by. I'll never I'll never uh, betray someone. Okay. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Nice. Nice. I want that good that good um, VoIP experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be interesting. I've never played the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it was like a rate my teacher type thing, like uh, can oh, you rate each other? You like actually, Uber rating? Well, you can't five star rate. friendly. <laughs> You can't rate people. I wouldn't be surprised because if you could do that, because there's going to be some sort of like PMC karma system added at some point. But uh, the only thing you can do is report people. Okay. So if someone's being like, is like playing music on the microphone. Yeah. Um, then, you know, you can report them or just saying like horrible stuff. Yep. Uh, the other thing it does is, it's a when you press the VoIP button, it's push to talk only, so you can't. No one's running around with it like always on. Mm-hmm. And there's a 15 second limit of like how long you can hold it, and then there's a cooldown. So you can't be just like blasting Spamming. it the whole yeah. time. And I thought that was going to be kind of limiting, but it it actually works out pretty good. Oh, and they also just added airdrops in. I saw pretty, that. Pretty saw cool. That. So I don't know. It's just a lot of new stuff. A lot of stuff happening. Yeah. Like they really changed it up. Um, they limited what you can put on the flea market. 
Oh, really? Yep. Mm. So no, you can't buy like fat gear or like you're not selling like like multi million dollar key cards on mm. the flea market anymore. Why so, not? Um, I just think that they're trying to eliminate. I think it's honestly to eliminate cheaters. Oh. Um, like farm accounts, basically. Yeah. Like not make it worth yeah. doing. Yeah. So, but I don't know. Uh, it's been really fun though. I haven't played a ton. The servers have been hot garbage. Slammed. Uh, but it's been a blast. Did you see in the Discord that there's a queue to log into the game? I did see that. Yeah. I haven't played since he posted that, and yeah. um, I I know last week they had a couple servers go down right, for maintenance. Right. So I wonder if it's like a temporary thing while they're. It probably is. I th- I think that they have such high server traffic and the match times are really long that they're trying to you know control with the control. Yeah. So only so many people are logged in at a time. Yeah. Or it's staggered logins or something like that. Right. Yeah. That's how Splitgate um, is. They should probably honestly. Yeah. Not anymore though. Right. No, you, it, wasn't, it, it, it was at the beginning. It was at the beginning, yeah, when they were launching. Yeah, Seth showed like there's like a 30 minute wait time to log in, Ooh. so you just like skew it. And yeah, walk away. I bet, and I bet the match times are still matchmaking times are probably still really low. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, I feel like last time we like when when they first do a wipe and everyone's on, yeah. it's like 11 plus minute wait right, times right. to get into a match. But I think we were down to like two or three minutes. Yeah, but yeah, very fun. Hardcore as ever, um, but I'm having a great time. Nice, yeah. nice. What's that? Uh, nice. I've been reading some things about the GTFO game. Oh, it's yeah. Kind of like Tarkov in uh, a way, but you're against, it's like you're against bots. Like, bots yeah. Yeah, it's more, mm-hmm. I, I think that's more along the lines of like Back for Blood. Okay. But someone described it as, you know, when you in like Back for Blood or Left for Dead, when you set off a car alarm yeah. or like hit the crows or whatever, mm. that's the entire game. <laughs> mm. So no thanks. <laughs> yeah. That game does look cool. It looks scary as hell. Yeah. Mm. It looks like a very, um, intense, um, version of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. what about you, Brian? Uh, mostly Half-Life 2, um, but also a lot of Halo Infinite multiplayer. Mm. Um, I wanted to get Half-Life 2 done so I could really dive into the the Halo campaign. I made sure I got, because I was like, if I get into the Half-Life campaign or the Halo campaign, I'm going to have a hard time yeah. going back to Half-Life 2. So I made it a point to, to finish it. So I finished Half-Life 2 probably like. Yeah, you were done pretty quick. Probably like two weeks ago. Um, it took it takes like about an hour in the beginning to get um, to like the open world area, and that's like a kind of a more traditional linear like Halo game. You're like you know you're kind of figuring out the yeah. the basic mm-hmm. mechanics, um, including like the grapple shot and all that stuff, which felt you know pretty good. And then you get to the open world area, and the first section is like a large base. Like as soon as you come out, so you're like romping around trying to get that, and then it kind of opens up. And I basically f- completed everything in the first open world area. I did um, two of like the high um, value targets, which one of them is a is a grunt, which is pretty fun, funny because oh, it's like funny. the little easy guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, each one of these high value targets have like a legion of followers, basically, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this grunt is like super badass and yeah. still like you know he dies just as quick as <laughs> the other grunts, yeah. but. You know, people like them for whatever reason, but 
you know, I just was like up on a cliff with a battle rifle and just like two shot at him. I was like, done. See ya. Yeah. Um, it's pretty funny, but then like completed the first like kind of boss section area too. Uh, the mo it's fun. It's, it's fun. Like all the stuff you can do, how you have the forward operating bases where you can like grab some Marines and change your vehicles and weapons and all that stuff. And those are like your fast travel points. Um, and then, you know, the grapple shot and kind of all the stuff that you can do. It's pretty fun, but there's just not much driving me to go back and play it and dive in more. You know, the Halo story is... It is what it is. Uh, it is what it is, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, the main co- the main concept that, like, they, these Halo rings are, like, terraformed to, like wipe out all life in the galaxy because they're food for the flood. Like that's kind of, that's a pretty cool concept, but like all the different um, factions and how they, you know, kind of combine together is like, Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Like I don't really care. Cortana's gone or whatever. Um, you know, so there's just not a lot driving me to keep playing it. I think it's going to be, I'm glad people like it. I'm glad like Halo's back on kind of the, the, the for menu. the forefront. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's having a, a resurgence right now. People really like um, the campaign, which I think we'll get it get talk about when we talk about game of the year stuff later. But <sighs> I'd rather just play the multiplayer or something else. Really, I think it's going to be more fun when co op gets added. But there's just like not a lot happening. Yeah. Besides shoot, running around and shooting and blowing stuff up, which, which is fun. It's fun. Yeah. But. It does. It, all I've seen is it looks very sandboxy, which is cool. I think. Um, Back in the day when I was playing Halo campaigns and doing co-op, you crank that difficulty up to the max and then oh, just yeah, like that's... try to get through the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'll be probably more more fun. I agree. Um, do they not have difficulty in this yet? No, they do. No. Oh, oh, okay. They do. But like if if it's just you, like you don't have like the staggered yeah. respawn system basically, which, yeah. you know, you die, you're like starting over and you're like, fuck, whereas if you're co-op you can do a little bit more waves and coordinated and yeah mm-hmm. you know i'm just driving around like a bunch of marines which like the ai, AI is like you know not the best in the world so yeah. cool. do you think it uh warranted people complaining as much as it did for the graphics uh game? like if it came out a year ago yeah i think it would have been in a pretty bad state and could have killed like the halo franchise yeah. like if if it came out and it was another lackluster campaign and like after you know five years of like all the hype and stuff yeah. if it just dropped yeah. and like they it would probably just pull pull the plug on halo an alpha, and that whole that was an alpha studio build, right? wasn't it the, the e3 stuff that they showed yeah i was trying year. to remember or what? two it was two years ago actually yeah yeah um the, it, uh, it got the game delayed though right yeah. Right, right yeah 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 those down votes that you can't see and they YouTube. then they got like <laughs> joseph staten came in and kind of was like okay here's all the things we need to do and like convinced microsoft to delay the game like another year um so yeah cuz were they trying to get it to launch with yes okay yep. yeah it was supposed to, to it was supposed to be a launch game yeah. push units my friend good i mean i'm glad they did because um i mean that game yeah it, it looked bad <laughs> yeah yeah um seeing it side by side oh yeah i didn't you know it's still it's still missing co-op it's still missing forge so it's like yeah. they it feels like if they re- like they could have delayed it like another 6 months and got that yeah. stuff in there but you know, I think it's hitting at a right time, especially with Call of Duty being really lackluster and Battlefield 2042 being like an unfinished game, basically. Like Halo's kind of taken 
the momentum from that stuff, which I think yeah. is 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 good good for Halo, good for yeah. uh, multiplayer yeah. games. Um, I will say though, not with the campaign too much, but with the multiplayer, I'm getting I'm getting a lot of server issues. There's mm. a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on right now. I think yeah. the last podcast I was you know singing the praises from the mountaintop, and now I'm back in the back yeah. in the the slumps my friends i had a 1v1 big team battle though which was pretty cool <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know how that happened but they basically <laughs> when they added like those extra playlists and stuff that yeah. broke something and they're like well everybody's on vacation for the holidays so we'll fix it in january nice is what they what yeah. they said so they're like sorry like big team battle may or may not work but that it is what it is for now go play yeah. something else basically yeah. well the problem is then i'm getting dailies that are all big team battle yeah related yeah yeah, and it's like I have to skip them. In order to skip them, I have to pay for these swap things. Even though you get like a bajillion of them. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I gotta pound those uh, rock stars and eat those Doritos. To yeah, get those swap. Yeah, I get people complaining about that stuff, but to me, like the weekly, like the final weekly challenge reward, it hasn't even been worth like grinding through all that yeah, stuff like right a, now. It's like an, em- an emblem, so it's like yeah. okay, yeah. whatever. Like you know, fine. Yeah. Fine. Um, I'm having a great time with the multiplayer still, though. I still have a good time when I'm playing with you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes me... I was telling Brian when we were playing, too, I was, like, playing over Game Pass streaming. Mm-hmm. And if that's not working, I can switch to browser. I, I have three options to try and play it, which <laughs> I can't think of any other game where I've been like, oh, I'll just switch to this other thing and, yeah. like, see if it works. Uh, it's annoying, but it's also because I'm so far behind on, like, computer specs that it's great. Yeah. So yeah. it's cool that you can, you have options to at least play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very cool. Yep. Very fun. Yep. Well, um, December, you know, being the end of the year, we get all sorts of, uh, conversations around the game of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, the game awards, uh, the nominees were, it takes two death loop, Metroid dread, psychonauts Two, ratchet and clank rift apart, and Resident Evil Village, with the winner being It Takes Two. Yeah. Who all watched it? I, I, I watched it. I, I didn't I watch think, it. I watched watch. it all except for the end because I, yeah. I had to dip. But pretty, uh, I think what people are saying was pretty interesting that it was trailers the whole entire time. That's the only reason I watch it. I know, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I watched it for the trailers too, but then people are like, I want an award ceremony. And then you yeah. cut to commercial break, and when you come back, you ramble off five award winners. Yeah. And then you go right back into the trailers. Yeah, I think the <laughs> uh, criticism this year is like, you didn't really give any stage, they didn't really give any stage time to like anybody who won an award or. Yeah. Anything like that. It was like, here's the winner. I that's just, what it is. I will never understand award shows. Like, they're all, like, don't get me wrong. I think all those games deserve some uh, appreciation. But, like, it just, it seems like the only games of notice were, like, five games. Mm. Like, I was going to say, did they show off any notable trailers for anything? Or, is uh, that what you're talking about? Or? Oh, there were some cool trailers. Yeah. There was yeah. a. There's a really weird one from the guy who made Silent Hill mm-hmm. called like oh, yeah. Splinter Head or something. Mm-hmm. Like their head splitting apart and everything. It yeah. is a, it's weird. And I was, I, I, I liked it, but I'm like, I have no idea what this game mm. is going to be. Cause it's like a, a trailer. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, uh, 
fuck, what's it called? Doka Doka V Do- was there? I so oh, I, yeah, actually, there was I actually did turn I forgot I turned it on for like fifteen minutes oh, and like it was bad. seven yeah. minutes of it was like that music video. It was a. Uh, it wasn't even in like the Doka it wasn't even in the engine. It was no. like VR chat. Yeah. Dance like a it looked like a flash dance in VR chat. Yeah. I yeah. was like, oh, this is just there's something gross about this that the I la- don't like. The last thing they showed off was that Matrix. Um, that was like the big, mm. big oh, yeah. end reveal. That was I, pretty cool. I did do that. I played that, actually. The Unreal. Yeah. Um, the demo. Yeah. Demo. yeah. It, was, Which, it was pretty good. Really? I, it was I pretty know we good. were talking about Matrix before this, but that uh, game or whatever you call it mm-hmm. is so like funny that it's like talking um, at the camera almost, but they're not where they're yeah. talking about marketing and all this other stuff. And then when you watch the matrix, it's kind of like the same. They're kind of, they kind of go hand in hand with like talking about like not wanting to do these things, yeah. but they're doing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, it all looks very tired. Yep. Um, but it looked cool. Yeah. It looked really cool. I, I do want to check that out. I haven't even, I just saw like some clips of it, but um, Alan Wake two trailer was pretty cool. Uh, it, yeah. it was like, you know, it was just a, rendered video but mm-hmm. um that looks cool um there's also that wrestling game coming out by the fortnite people like uh, Rumbleverse or something actually after playing but, knockout city I, I was like i could get into this game yeah it looks kind of cool it's a battle royale like wrestling game okay i think it's gonna be kind of like knockout city mm. but in a fortnite type way so you'll be able to have all your goofy app costumes mm-hmm. and uh you know can't wait for some wwe tie-ins and oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um of these games though i've Psychonauts played 2 got snubbed yeah i've yeah. played one of them and the demo of resident evil village that's what i've played mm. uh what do you play brian uh i played it it takes two death loop psychonauts two and that's it and i so Alicia and I actually played some more It Takes Two last night or New Year's night. Uh it's a it's a very it's a good game. It's a fun game, but like for all the stuff that it gets high marks for, in my opinion, Psychonauts 2 does like way better. Mm-hmm. So hmm. just that it won game of the year and Psychonauts 2 got snubbed in every category that it was nominated for. Yeah. And it's <laughs> I honestly don't think it would have won if, unless it would, had that goofy ass guy involved. The director, oh, the EA the, guy. I forget well, his name. I mean, it's a very fun platformer. It's very imaginative because there are like toys that get shrunk down. So it's yeah, like yeah. you have to climb this giant tree, and there's like squirrels in there that like all have like personality and like an army of squirrels and stuff. But it's like all these like small compact worlds that are like super imaginative, like Psychonauts 2 does that on like just a grander scale. The writing's way better. The music's way better. Like the voice acting and dialogue is so much better in Psychonauts 2. Like it takes two is like cheesy as fuck. Like it's parents that are getting divorced. Right. And the daughter cries. So they get shrunk down into a toy. And like you're the person who's guiding you through the game is a it's a it's a, like a romance help book yeah that has a personality and he's just like so fucking cheesy and it's like isn't it uh, the same guy who's in Halo and uh, uh, I don't think there's Apex? any romance books in 
in Halo. No, the voice <laughs> I know, actor. I know. <laughs> it's Master Chief. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's the no, same voice actor, but oh. I'm just saying, like, the dialogue is, like... Okay, is, okay. It, like, the voice She's, acting is totally fine in yeah. or pretty good, but, like, the dialogue is just... I remember like, in the trailer the voice acting being pretty good, but, I, I mean, I haven't played the game, so I have no yeah. idea. But I have only played Deathloop and Resident Evil Village, and that's it. So weird. It, this is such a weird year for gaming because of all the delays, and I mean, it's just a wide. It's almost like a shotgun of just like anything could be on yeah. this list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like good indie games. I feel like that came out this year. Yeah, I think that's a really cool thing that when we look at like the different awards that different publishers gave, that there were several different indie games that got nominated or get. So sorry. There's several indie games that received Game of the Year from Eurogamer. They gave it to Unpacking. Mm-hmm. Polygon gave it to Inscription. Um, IGN gave theirs to Forza Horizon 5, which is a racing game. So, like, genres that you normally don't see in the Game of the Year conversation are in it now. And I think, like, Hades getting um, Game year. of the Year last year from the Game Awards kind of, like, opens up the door a little bit more, yeah, too. for sure. Um which is pretty cool. Yeah. I think it's a, yeah, might be, might be weird in the games that came out this year, but I think it just opens up a little bit more of the conversation on what games can and should be included in. Yeah. In well, especially looking forward to next year, like if everything hits next year, that the stuff that was supposed to come out in 2021. So it was supposed to be horizon and God of war would have been on that list mm-hmm. on this list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Halo potentially would have been, I mean, technically it came out, but, you know, for this award ceremony, yeah, for the E-Game Awards, it was, like, late into the cycle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so didn't, it, it didn't make the cutoff. For... It would have been on this list, so it, it would have been crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you probably wouldn't see, I'm just kind of guessing, but you probably wouldn't see Psychonauts 2 on this list at all. Um, or oh, I feel like even It Takes Two. The slander. The no, slander. No, 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 I'm, not, I'm saying Dude. from a media point, though, they would have put those yeah. titles above those that's, yeah, it's hard that's to, my guess it's hard to say with the game I don't, awards because it's i feel like it's just like jeff Keeley's buddies <laughs> well it's the the actual political the, no, the, the, the actual awards go out to like over a hundred like publications oh, and they okay, like good. submit ballots basically yeah. so it's oh, probably like some sort of weighted ballot sure. i i would guess you know um well, the I, I don't point. think like the games that came out this year like the reviews and like how they're weighed against, I mean, sure how they're weighed against other games of the years. But when you look at like the individual review scores, like Psychonauts two was like up in like the nineties and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just because it comes out in the same year as like horizon or God of war. I don't think that diminishes like what its score is going to be. So I don't know how that like drops it down, like out of the conversation because they're going to push the money in the marketing for triple A's. Yeah. For triple A's. And it's going to get, they just blitz the market. Yeah, like, I mean, sure. Psychonauts Two is a Microsoft thing, so I mean, I I think it would be like some other stuff getting pushed out that doesn't have like the 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 dollars behind it. Yeah, like an it it takes two like receipt, even though it's EA and like a secondary or published by EA, I guess it's like you barely heard anything about that game until it came into like the game of the year conversation, and then like now there's ads playing like during yep 
uh, like NFL games for oh, It Takes really? Two. And I was like, this game's been out for like seven months. It's like kind of bizarre that it's like cropping up now, you know? Um, but yeah. even Metroid Dread, I guess, I've seen all over TV and basketball games and yep. stuff, which normally doesn't get pushed up there. I, I would say of these yeah. games, I've seen commercials for every single one of these on TV besides Red and Evil. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think I've seen, well, I mean, I don't. I think the only commercials I've seen it is It Takes Two and Metroid Dread and Resident Evil, actually. Yeah. I feel like anytime there's a PS5 commercial on TV, it's Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely, it's definitely Ratchet it's just, and Clank. It's getting shown in some sort of a hype, yeah. hype trailer. It's that um, and Returnal, which. Oh, I've never seen a Returnal uh, trailer. No, yeah. no, they cut it. They do like a PlayStation. Uh, like, yeah, it's like montage. a PS5 oh, ad. And, but I guess those are the two big games that they had. Uh, Man, I, uh, God, I want to play Returnal so bad. Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Game Awards. Game Awards. Um, do you? What are your guys' personal game of the year? Uh, if you were to pick. If you were Oof. to pick one. Uh, mine goes into our next category but okay um feel free to tease it <laughs> i really 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 like death's door mm. the game was awesome mm-hmm. um smaller title pretty short mm-hmm. um but i thought it was a great game yeah compared i mean also i haven't played i should play psychonauts too just because i have game pass and i should do it I, i've been talking about doing it and i same, just never do it same here same. And I'm like a huge Tim Schafer head, so yeah. it's weird that I haven't. I know I'm surprised you haven't either. <laughs> I, I was good. I think Psychonauts Two is my favorite game that came out this year that I played. So it's my 2021 game of the year. Nice, nice. Uh, it quite, would probably be good. mine as well if I had played it. Um, actually, <laughs> I actually played Psychonauts One this year, mm-hmm. and I love that game. Um, yeah, I played one and two this year. I'm going to probably just say that Resident Evil Village is my game of the year. Yeah. Um, I'm. <clears throat> Dust Door is up there for me as well, but, you know, I got to, I want to spread it around. Um, and Village was really fun. Uh, it, it felt like, I know, like it gets, it kind of gets this comparison, but. It felt like four to me, which is kind of like my favorite mm-hmm. Resident Evil game. That's kind of like when I came on to Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just really like the setting and the characters are good. So nice. Fun. And it keeps that first person. Uh, yeah. Which is really fun. So. It feels like a lot of these games are kind of hitting that stride. Yeah. Like these franchises are kind of coming back with really cool titles that they can yeah. like make more of. Yep. And Resident Evil, like, finally is like back into it i i have after after the the chain of just you know being resident evil (laughs) yeah yeah for sure all the all the um handheld games and yeah six and Mm -hmm. well even like psychonauts 2 it took them man for it it took basically getting i think microsoft helping to like get that game going again because they were in development for like a long time yeah yeah there was a interview i was listening to with tim Schafer that like the game well I, they just basically said they the game wouldn't be nearly as good as it is now if microsoft didn't mm-hmm. buy them and be like here's money and take as long as you want basically yes. to like yes you know make your uh make whatever game you want and so i think he really credited like i mean money always helps but like the extra time to just money be helps. like 
be creative and do whatever you yeah. want. Because that's it, super positive because now they could do something that's not Psychonauts in a the vein of yeah. Psychonauts, though, yeah. which is cool. Totally. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so now we got to dive into our podcast game of the year from what we played in 2021. Sorry. Excuse me. Burp there. Uh, <laughs> so just a reminder for you guys, we played Grindstone, Call of the Sea, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Prey, Kerbal Space Program, Super Liminal, Nights and Bikes, Death Door, 12 Minutes, Resident Evil 2 Remake, and Deathloop. You could even consider our, we could throw our BYOGs in there too. Yeah, you but, could, but. You know, yeah. We're too late to the submission. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. Didn't make, doesn't didn't make the cutoff. Good list. Good list. Pretty good list. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, mine's uh, Death's Door. Honorable mention to Prey, I, I think. Prey was a very, very good game. All the systems were very fun in it. Um, I just need more time with it basically to like really enjoy yeah. it. And I also want to still want to play that DLC. I don't know if I'll ever get around to it, but moon I, crash. I, yeah. yeah moon I do rash. want to try that moon, yeah. ra- moon, moon rash, moon rash, <laughs> moon, rash. Uh, moon man, moon man. <laughs> um, but death door, man, like what a great blend of, of gameplay and um, design and like the, the, the art style and the music. Oh man. Yeah, just so great. relaxing. Like, I felt like I could just like melt into the couch and just like slash away at, at baddies and just be like, you know, yeah. like the perfect combination of like chill and fun and difficulty. Like it was just, it was good. I'm good excited game. to see if more will get more Zelda likes that are at this level. Cause there's tons of like Zelda like games, but like tunic, I think is the next tunic, one that's going to yeah. be kind of the same, but the demos haven't it really, was slow haven't really compared. captured me. And then I played more and, like Zelda, less think, like, Dark Souls, even yeah. Than this was, yeah. What about you guys? Death Door, Death Door is mine as well. Yeah, yeah. it's Death, so good. I think Death Door takes it for me as well. Yeah, I, I was nice going back when I was pulling all these, and I was like, yeah, Grindstone's so fun. Grindstone I was fun. Would love to have that more on a mo- my mobile, yeah, than on my Switch because it is. I'm my phone's with me at all times. My Switch yeah. isn't. Uh, but then I was like, well, then I'll just play it way too much so i'm good i'm glad we just did it <laughs> yeah. for um you know the month for sure for sure yeah i um i think honestly the only one that i really didn't enjoy was 12 minutes yeah all the other ones were pretty good yeah in my in my book yeah, I didn't really like Nice and Bikes or um Final Fantasy 7 remake either, but um Yeah. I'd be curious now uh actually, I'm going to take this back, but how you're going to like Guardians of the Galaxy cuz it's supposedly you're going to probably like the story and stuff, but I'm curious about the the game mechanics cuz it's supposed to be pretty close to Final Fantasy 7 remake. I mm-hmm. thought you liked the game mechanics i I like the the fighting mechanics it was just a slog yeah (laughs) like all the sequences are are so long um giant cutscenes. giant giant cutscenes, and um cloud is just such a boner man (laughs) (laughs) fuck that dude yeah he he comes around yeah around yeah yeah he might you but. didn't get you didn't get to the um quick time dance scene yeah oh yeah yeah i ended uh right before that that chapter yeah, I'm in the dungeon in that part. I think that's where I ended. The sewers? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, yeah, I'm 
I'm past that. Yeah, and then just quickly playing um, Yakuza, like like a dragon. Not too. I feel like it was like kind of right in line with Final Fantasy VII remake. It's like such a more fun game. Yeah. <laughs> like all the characters are much more likable. You know, it still kind of has that same like JRPG like melodrama. Me- yeah, melodrama and yeah, all that stuff. And I'm sure we'll get into this when we talk about your game. Oh yeah, Nolan. <laughs> yes, we will. Um, I forgot we played Call of the Sea. Man, that game was was super fun. It was good. It's recommended good. by a uh, friend of the pod, Kevin. Oh yeah. Yeah. Him and his wife played it and really loved it. Very good game. Very good game. Um I the my like note on Death Store was just like more puzzles in that game would have been really cool. Like more Zelda like puzzles yeah. would have been really cool. Yeah, but, it was it was uh it was weird like after you beat it, you know, like there's that whole like to get 100%, there's like a you can go the next step mm-hmm. and like two or three of the puzzles I already had done mm-hmm. just because I was like being very thorough as I went through areas. But yeah, yeah I would have liked more puzzles too. I yeah. always like more puzzles. Same. I yeah. would love to see what uh acid nerve is going to do next. Yeah. Time to get into the uh, BYOGs of 2021. Mm. Nolan, you are up. I'm first. First, yeah, Woo. yeah, yeah. Do you not well, want to be first? We can. No, I can be okay. first. Okay. I, uh, yeah. Okay. In your segment. Well, I'm gonna go get want? my snack real quick. Okay, okay. I need to go rummage around in Eric's <laughs> cupboard. This must be something you do in the game. You rummage around in cupboards. Yeah, is he rummaging around in? You know, in you judgment? don't really rummage around. <laughs> okay. Okay. But there are uh, there are a lot of restaurants that you can go sample mm. foods. You gotta get those health boosts. That's right. That's the only way you. You know, I think I know most of the stuff in my cabinet, but uh, I'm probably going to be wrong with this. Mm. Unless it's... Uh, you have an idea what he's grabbing? Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't think you I would hope, be grab these. I hope uh, you don't mind me opening it, because I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, they're great. Are they the wasabi or not wasabi? Oh. No, that, wasabi? no I, I usually do wasabi, but... Oh, I love wasabi. I played uh, Judgment, which mm-hmm. is a spinoff game of the Yakuza series, and my snack... That I just picked up <laughs> is dried roasted edamame with sea salt. Nice. No wasabi. Okay. Okay. Good choice. Enjoy Thank life. You. Eat well. Yeah. Good source snack. of protein. Oh yeah, we're gonna munch right munch it on that right in your ears. Wow, seventy percent less fat and forty percent more protein than peanuts. Look at that. Mm. Suck it, peanuts. Yeah. Now I would love to see the edamame uh, almond comparison because when I think of a protein nut, that is that would be like a, just a raw almond. We got almonds in there too. Should have <laughs> picked like almonds. It. That's great. Uh, usually I get the uh, sea salt and wasabi, and then I cut the wasabi with sea salt because the wasabi can hit you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. Like so, you do like a fifty-fifty like snack cup mix or something? Uh, Yeah, seventy thirty sometimes depending on okay what it is. Is it seventy percent the wasabi one? Yep. I try and do more wasabi and then just pepper in the the salt so I can. uh, You pepper in the salt. Pepper in the salt. <laughs> pepper in the salt. Just nice. a little dash, a dash of the salt. Nice. I like that. We're going to talk more about this edamame than our game, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. So I played uh, Judgment. Um, it's a Sega published game. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, it's a spinoff of the Yakuza series, which is like a like an op- open world brawler g- game. Um Judgment follows lawyer turned detective 
uh, Takayuki Yagami and his allies as they explore a case involving corpses whose eyes have been removed. Ooh, that's the wiki synopsis. Um, <clears throat> so at the beginning of Judgment, it goes into a little bit about Yagami and how he he his first criminal case was this like big murder trial. He was like a civil a civil lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he found the the person to be innocent and got him off of the murder trial. And then like a month later, this guy ends up like stabbing his um, girlfriend to death and burning their house down. And so everyone blames Yagami for getting a murder off, off basically. And he's disgraced and he leaves being a lawyer. Mm. And then it, it kind of cuts to like, I think it's a year, a couple of years later when mm-hmm. he's now, he's now a um, private eye. That's kind of like when the game takes off. Yeah. First chapter you're, um, you're looking for, you're looking into a murder of these uh, Yakuza gangster guys that have had been shot and their eyes have been removed. And uh, yeah. Nice. Dark. Dark. Yeah. Very dark. How is it played dark? So. Or is it humorous? Okay. I know these games are kind of goofy. Yeah. They they go back and forth. So the Yakuza games do this as well. Like the main story is usually like kind of like a soap opera-y gangster story. This is kind of like a hard boil, hard boiled detective story, but then like between the story missions, you're doing like you're going around the city, talking to the um, people who live there and helping them with like little tasks or like little side quests. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, um, there's like one where you get hired to impersonate a actor who's like playing a va- like a vampire <laughs> and he he's kind of did some shitty stuff in the past so they need to get him to the set without like running into the paparazzi <laughs> so you dress up as him and get cornered by the paparazzi and have to like answer a bunch of questions mm-hmm. for him you have to um convince them that you know you're you're this actor guy. And it's just played like super goofy. Like you have to keep saying your like tagline, which is like he points at the camera and says like, your blood will be my, like I will consume your blood or, you know, like just goofy shit like that. They, the side quests are usually uh pretty funny or a little more lighthearted than the main the eyeballs story. being removed. Yeah. The, <laughs> I, I mean like the main story in judgment is actually like, pretty good um they are kind of over the top like cheesy but they're still pretty decent stories there's a lot of like good action scenes in those parts usually um i posted a gif in the chat of like yagami riding a skateboard and <laughs> yeah. uh yakuza are trying to kill you at this point and um the guy like comes out to like shoot you and he does like a kickflip and catches the board and kicks the guy in the face <laughs> so it's sweet. awesome it's so awesome but so like the the main game is kind of broken up into a few different uh, like game mechanics. Like you're either walking the city, meeting people and doing missions. Um, you're f- brawling. So like uh, some Yakuza or like street thugs will see you and then 
it'll kind of go into like a little mini arena, like where people kind of surround you and you can, you just like button mash combo kind of fight, um, or like pick stuff up and like, you'll like pick up Mm -hmm. a bike and like swing it around and like knock people over. If you like boost your energy enough, you can do like a, like a critical, like heavy hit. You just hit triangle and it goes into like, if you're holding a bike, you'll throw the bike in the air and do this huge, like flip and then kick the bike and it like (laughs) slams down on them. Or like if they're near a wall, you'll slam their head into the wall a bunch of times and, and then like, throw them and kick them. It's always like way over the top. Mm -hmm. It's not turn-based at all in judgment. No judgment is uh, like all brawl. Like you're doing like button combinations. Um, And then uh, there's like a detective mode. It'll go into like a first person and you can like walk around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like the Batman. You walk around the scene. You look at like, you look at like uh, people or like uh, the surrounding area and like, try to deduce what's going on. And then uh, you're playing lots of mini games. It's very fun. Nice. the mini games. I'm on chapter six. Mm-hmm. There's 14 chapters, I believe. Wow. <laughs> and I am 22 hours into the game. I do try to do all the side cases, so I'm sure you could yeah. probably like uh, spend <laughs> way less time. Main story on how long to beat is 27 hours, which <laughs> is if you're just mainlining the game. Yeah. Uh, completionist, 99 hours. And yeah. if you do the main and mix in some extras, 44 and a half hours. Yeah. So that's a beefy game. It's a beefy game. Yeah. Um, it is broken into, like, the, the chapters are pretty well contained. Yes, there's, like, this overarching story. Mm-hmm. But usually you're, like, doing one big investigation. Yeah. The first one is, like, you find these gangsters and whose eyes have been gouged out and you need to the yakuza boss is being uh accused Mm -hmm. so you you actually get hired by the yakuza to investigate like what's going on okay chapter two will be uh your buddy kaito who's a former yakuza Mm -hmm. member who's now like he, he works for you as in your like detective agency. Kaido was kicked out of the Yakuza because someone stole a bunch of money from them while he was like on guard. Yeah. And he's already out and you're just trying, he does, he, th- he suspects something. So you help him figure out like that. Mm. And then that that's concluded by the time that chapter ends. Yeah. So even though the game's like crazy long, mm-hmm. like I can play one chapter for like a couple days and then put the game down and then come back and play like the next chapter and nice not feel like overly lost. Like I yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's good. So, and if you start the chapter, like if you just save and then quit mm-hmm. at the end of a chapter at the, when you start again, the right. next one, yeah, there's a recap that will tell you. Oh, cool. So cool. I'm just getting to the point in the game where Yagami's old case that Yagami was on is like currently being like there's something there's something more to that that's happening mm-hmm. so nice so um is there a party system for like when you roll run around the you meant uh, mentioned some side characters and stuff yeah but. so um sometime that you sometimes you'll have uh kaito will come with you like you gotta like go to this place with him and he'll be with you and he'll fight alongside you yeah um there was like a boss fight where you have kaito and this other uh he's like basically a young hacker who wears a um what is it anonymous mask mm-hmm. 
and Guy Fox, he's a right? yeah Guy Fox, and he's a parkour guy. And mm-hmm. so you you three fight like a bunch of gangsters. Mm. Um, but when you do side missions, you're you're um, there's like little like the side mission. There's like the side quests that you mm-hmm. get like from your detective agency. But there's also like friendships that you can make with mm-hmm. like random people around um, the city. So there's a one of the more goofier characters is you walk you f- walk by a building and there's like a ninja like spider manning on the side of the wall <laughs> and you walk up to him and he he falls off and he's like an American who's in uh, the city trying to become a ninja and then you 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 like talk to him and he gives you like a you know like go do run this obstacle course yeah and come back and blah 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 and then you like play darts with him and beat him <laughs> and then he he like wants you to be his like sensei basically mm-hmm. so it when you after you do that like those friend characters like walk like uh like four or five blocks like from like where they got their mission mm-hmm. and you'll see them on the street and they'll like wave to you. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but if you get in a brawl uh, in their area after they've become friends, they'll back, they'll like run in and help you. So he oh, throws okay. like ninja stars and like, um, like smoke bombs and stuff. Yeah. And um, like there's a bunch of convenience stores. I had a convenience store. Uh, yeah. I had a convenience store clerk come out with like a steamy fish dumpling like on a stick <laughs> yeah and the um like overload button popped up and uh he like looked at the convenience store guy and he like threw it to me and I, he caught it and then i like stabbed a dude like in the mouth and was like jamming it down the throat you don't uh, really have a party but yeah. you do start to like as you do more of the side quest stuff you see like more people popping up in the map that can like just like jump in with you mm-hmm. so. so it's like just it's like Yakuza basically, but just less of an RPG and more of a, like a brawler. Well, like- so Yakuza games are actually a brawler. Like a dragon's the only one that's an RPG. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That. So they've always been a brawl. Gotcha. Like, I, I mean, I don't, I've only played Yakuza zero. Yeah. And then I've been, I've been playing judgment. Gotcha. So I haven't, I didn't realize, the other ones. I didn't realize like a dragon was a, like, uh, An outlier. Yeah, like I thought they were kind of all like that. I thought it was more of an outlier in the story that it wasn't following the same main dude from the other Yakuza right. games. But yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah, that uh, that one is the first one to be like a like an actual like traditional RPG. Okay. Cool. Um, does that one take place in uh Kamurocho or whatever? Like, it sounds familiar, but okay. there's <laughs> it's like been a while. It's, it has been a while, and there's like uh, you start off in one city and kind of get like banished from there, basically. Okay, so, I, so I feel like it's like Karuto. Yeah, Yakuza games or all the Yakuza games, and then like Judgment, they take place in like two cities. Yeah, nice. it's very fun. It's like it's open world and it's small, but it's mm-hmm. really dense with lots of shops and games and shit. Like I got really sucked into. There's a House of a Dead clone that nice. I played in the Sega mm-hmm. arcade. That was really fun. So I played that for like two hours. Uh, I got really into the batting cages. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, Cody's dad is living with us, and 
he he came out of his room and he's like, "Oh, nice! You playing a baseball game?" And I was like, "No, I'm just in the batting cages, <laughs> doing side quest stuff." <laughs> so. Uh, like a dragon. It's it says in the wiki that it's instead of Kamarucho, it's in Yokohama. Oh, okay. So it's a different different place. Cool. You can play it pretty casual, mm-hmm. like, um, they're not like the the fights aren't like particularly hard. And if you like stock up on, you can just buy meds from like convenience stores. It's like energy drinks, basically. Mm-hmm. You can have like fifty in your inventory, so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. not not too difficult. Some really cool like some really cool combo fights, but you can just mash like the light attack button, and you know it'll get you there. Yeah, it's not like Devil May Cry. No, like hard. Or- no. Uh, I did get to a point though where. I I pissed off like another gang every fucking 10 minutes. There's like a boss that shows up and like, and you're getting into more and more fights and the fights are fun, but like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to have to fight like five guys every five minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't even make it down a street without running into a gang anymore. And I just have to run away from them. But if you don't fight them, then their like meter goes up and then you have to fight a boss. Um. It's just very annoying. Um, I hope I'm going to look up like if there's a way to like limit or yeah. like maybe I can do a side press where they're, I can like lower that amount because man, it's, it seems like a yeah, sneak mechanic. I, yeah. <laughs> like uh, I tr- was trying to beat. Uh, so I was on chapter five, the end of chapter five this morning and I played that uh, this morning and I was trying to get from like my office across the level, which is only ten blocks, mm-hmm. and get to the taxi because we were going to like this place. I fought like I probably fought five different groups of guys and a boss on my way. <laughs> like I was like, "Come on, <laughs> this kinda, is ridiculous." It, it gets kind of the same way, like like a dragon, where it's oh, like really? you just have to go like not very far, and it's like. You yeah. can fast travel in a taxi, but or like make your yeah. way through. Because I like running around the city and yeah. like meeting the random people, and that's how you get like some of the random like side quests and stuff like that yeah. too. Is like you're yeah. going down a street and there's not a marker there, but yeah, you know somebody will yell it's, yeah. yell something at you, and you're like, okay, I gotta see yeah. what this guy's up and to. And usually there's a fight that goes along with that anyway, so yeah, it's mm-hmm. like just let me do that. And yeah. Like, like the normal ones aren't bad because you can you can outrun them. You don't have to do it. You can just run away. But these guys, like, because it's, like, affecting the, like, local morale, like, I don't, I've already done, like, a bunch of side missions, and I don't want to fuck it all up, so mm-hmm. it's it's kind of frustrating. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it's, not, like, a short run thing, or, but if I have, if I'm on chapter six and I have, you know, like, seven more or eight more chapters or whatever, mm-hmm. I don't want to be having to fight, like, every block. Yeah. So. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's like old school RPGs when you're on the world, yep. like in the world view, and it's like two steps, fight it, two steps, fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how much that's just the dice rolling in the background. Yeah. Or if it's timer based. It's got to be a, It's got to be dice roll. That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. So, um, but that's judgment. Uh, nice. I really, I mean, I recommend Yakuza games to all people. They're very fun. <laughs> They're usually like they're super goofy, but like they they usually have like if like 
gangster stories or like detective stories are interesting to you, like they do a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. So nice. I've never played a Yakuza game. They're fun. They uh they recycle all their assets, so they actually pump them out pretty quick. Yeah, but there's just been so many. I think that's why I like a dragon is like such an easy one to hop into. Is it's different characters. The mechanics are you know completely new specifically for that game. Now yeah. that I know that. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Judgment. And then you'll get a good feel for it in the first five or six hours, and you'll be like, yeah, this is a fun series, or yeah. it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Judgment is also good because it's the same thing. Like, yeah. I didn't feel like I have to play all the pre yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's only on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, and it. Pr- oh wait, no, Judgment? it's on. No, no, was, uh, it's just, on Xbox. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, it. but it's not gonna be on PC. Mm. It runs pretty good on the PlayStation Four, but uh, in certain areas, like if there's like if you're in kind of like a more showy area where there's lots of lights, I have no noticed some serious like uh slowdowns. Mm. Like you'll when you're fi- in the fights and stuff. Yeah. I was doing like a quick like a quick time thing and it basically just froze and that it sat there for like two seconds. Frame boosting. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, Japanese role-playing games. Oh yeah. The, uh, the some would call the best Japanese role-playing mm, game. Yeah. Uh, it's on the list. It's on some lists. Mm. Um, I played Chrono Trigger. Um, either of you guys played Chrono Trigger. I have or, played up till you get the robot okay. companion. Nice. Which I don't know. I don't even know how long that is. I think that's like uh, the second world. I think there's a third. It's a third. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. I'm a little brief history on Chrono Trigger for me. I uh, got sucked into JRPGs pretty young in my youth <laughs> and was trying. Young in your youth. <laughs> young in your youth. <laughs> my young youth years. Well, we kind of <laughs> lived in like the, the peak JRPG time. I we did. Like. It was like almost only thing coming to like playstation which True. i had yeah um and it was definitely this was the one i always seeked out i remember renting it a few times um uh, but i was just like you know you saves saves didn't stick around yeah so never actually ended up owning it or like playing it all the way through so i thought why not do it now um so chrono trigger follows a group of adventurers who travel through time to prevent a global c- catastrophe mm-hmm. um it was originally released on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System in 1995 um, as a first game in the Chrono series. The game's development team included three designers that Square dubbed the Dream Team. Ooh. Uh, and wait till you hear these names, <laughs> okay. which I'm going to butcher. Uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi, that was the creator of Square's Final Fantasy series. Okay. So he worked on this. Yuji Hori, uh, creator of Enix's Dragon Quest series. Mm. So this is pre-Square Enix okay. before they merged. Squaresoft. Or, yeah, Squaresoft and then Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Akira Toriyama, who is a character designer for Dragon Quest, also <laughs> the author of the Dragon Ball Z manga series. Mm. Okay. So all the characters are very Dragon Ball Z. All-star team. Dragon Quest. Oh, and uh, Chrono Trigger. Yep, Crown Trigger. Huh. All of them. I I didn't actually uh, realize that. If you look at the art of Dragon Quest yeah. and this series, they look very, very similar. Yeah. Cool. Um, so originally, SNES 1995, it was in... SNES. How dare you? <laughs> what? SNES? SNES. Is... 
Oh. Never heard of SNES until you've never heard SNES. Not oh. in, not until like the SNES Classic came out and people were calling it <laughs> SNES. Oh man, <laughs> it was always SNES. I mean, oh, I, I when uh, I started downloading emulators, when I probably started calling it SNES. But sorry, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, SNES, 1995. <laughs> GIF or GIF? PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> it was released on PlayStation 1999. So this is. This is Interesting fact. Uh, Same year as the Matrix. I, I was gonna say we're um, we're talking about we've been talking about a lot of like cross gen stuff recently and mm-hmm. like uh, cross you know PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, and games mm-hmm. being like on the teeter totter. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is interesting for SNES. This game came out in ninety five. The PlayStation did it come out in um, ninety. Six, the OG, yeah. I don't know, I would would have to look Um, okay. Anyways, very, very close to when this game, like a couple years from when this game was released, and then it was re released in '99 on the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Did it come out in '95 in Japan or in the United States? Uh, I believe both. Okay, um, this was like this sold just like gangbusters, like millions and millions of copies nice um they released like some demos in 94 that they toured at like japanese uh whatever gaming conferences they were called at the time um and then those some of those demos got released to reviewers and then when they actually released it in 95 it had some fragments of like some of the demos and stuff like that but um then ds in 2008 whoa then on mobile devices in 2011, and then it was finally released on Windows in 2018, um, and it was the enhanced version, which had different graphics, which people like complain about that version. Um, they complained so much that it got five major updates on Steam hmm. uh, oh. to fix a bunch of UI because the UI was more touchscreen driven mm. and the mm. DS had you know the split screen mechanics this so. is a very uh common square problem yep that yeah. they do with all their older games and like the final <laughs> fantasy 3 slash 6 to like mobile and yep. all that stuff so i believe when this came to the playstation it was re-released with a final fantasy pack hmm. and what they did is they the games have like enhanced graphics as they call it for playstation but yeah. They just added a bunch of cutscenes that were like animated cutscenes oh, for gotcha. the game. So this you get there's like 16 minutes of cool, cutscenes. Yeah. yeah, and I I remember buying those that Final Fantasy pack and it had like all CG rendered like cutscenes and it was amazing. But then you cut to like the 2D that character that you're going to and you're mm-hmm. like, oh okay. Did you so did, when when you originally played this? Did you play it on PlayStation then? No, I played it on SNES. Oh, okay, cool. Like this is like rental. I was still right, renting, right. renting yeah. games. Yeah. Um, that cartridge leaves. That is your save. Yeah. George no. That's a expensive cart now. Yeah. It's like almost three hundred bucks now. Woo. Yeah. Just for the just for the cart, not even for like the box and everything. Box is sweet though. It's cool. Yeah, it's got cool. cool box art on it. Um, um, it had Electric Monthly gave it the best Super NES game, best role playing game, best music in a cartridge based game. Mm. Game Pro, best RPG game, Nintendo Jesus. Power Awards, uh, best Super NES game, best Epic game. Don't know what that oh, category the, is. The Epic category. <laughs> uh, 
Best story, best ending, coolest transportation, and worst baddie. Okay. So <laughs> Nintendo Power giving out a lot of awards. Huh. Uh, overall, I played for 20 hours. Mm-hmm. It is a 40-hour game. Mm-hmm. Um, as most RPGs are yeah. back then. Long in the tooth. Yeah. Long in the tooth. Um, and I will kind of... I was going to feed my snack in here a little bit. There's a funny moment. I was going to talk about funny moments. I'll just do the funny moment now so I can pull a snack out and eat it. Nice. Um, there's a point in time where you are helping some troops like battle these, uh, I'll just call them monsters, Yeah. Um, on this bridge. And the only way to help the troops is to go back to this castle and get the chef to make you a meal to then give to yes. the troops. He makes you just jerky. That's all it says is jerky. <laughs> so I just got you got um, jerky. Oh, great! Some original recipe, uh, Jack Link's jerky, which is hey, the top's open. I did open Premium it the other day. Cuts. Uh, so I'm gonna get a little jerky. Nice. Nice. Give me a little piece of jerky. Get in there. Nice. This is a good uh, snack for the podcast because it's an exclusive flavor. It's, it's a Seven Eleven. As long as yeah. you chew with your mouth shut. Shouldn't be much, uh, much noise. Uh, Shouldn't be. Uh, let's all just take a moment to enjoy this jerky. Mm. Do you feel your? Uh, it's good jerky. I'm reflecting on Chrono Trigger right now. <laughs> it's all coming back. To me. I feel my health bar is filling up. Do you think you could fight the evil troops? I feel like the I Magnus could... Army. I feel like I could fight anyone. <laughs> you know, bring it, Nolan. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to uh, step on your uh, snack at all, but this is very appropriate for judgment as well. Mm. Oh. Because you're going to convenience stores constantly. Mm. Pretty sure you can get jerky. 7-Eleven exclusive. Mm. So, yeah, nice. overall, the thoughts, my thoughts on the story are um, you kind of start out as any typical story. You're just, like, doing your normal day. Um, your friend invites you to this festival for the town. You go to the festival, they're going to show off this new machine they made. It's supposed to just like transport one person to the cellar platform. All's normal, all's great. Um, and it's typical RPG fashion of the day. You can just go around and talk to everybody and they give you more story of what's mm-hmm. going on. So that's kind of how the story is told until you get to like the main part that then tells you like the overarching story. Um, but then you uh, meet this girl who is basically like the princess of the time. Marlene, or Meryl, I don't know, M-A-R-E-L-E, Meryl, Meryl, she joins you in a funny way, and then uh, you go meet your friend, and the machine reacts to her pennant she's wearing around her neck, and then opens up a time portal, so then that, then you go back in the past, Uh, she gets mistaken for the princess of the time, because they look identical, Mm. so then the kingdom arrests you, it's like a whole thing. Uh, but that's kind of how the game plays out most of the time. You, you're just like slowly traveling to these different locations. Uh, and then eventually you can then travel to any point in those times that you've been to, Oh, which so is cool. Go back to different times. Yeah. So you end up cool. going to a prehistoric time where there's like cave people and dinosaurs and reptiles. Um, because you're, you're trying to figure out when this catastrophe happened. Mm. So when you do go to the future robot world, which you get a robot on your team, um, he right. knows when the disease... Yeah. 
he knows when the disaster happens. So then you're trying to figure out when to go there and stop the disaster. Gotcha. I finally hit a point at at 20 hours that I learned the disaster actually happened at a different time because you keep going to these different times and you you can't like stop it. Right, right. Uh, so that's where I'm at. 20 hours into the game. So uh, are you able to jump between time timelines right now? Um, my ship. I don't want to spoil this too much, but okay. Yeah, I mean the games. You know what? <laughs> well, if no one plays it. 27 years old at this point. Uh, I, let's just say a, a character does die. Oh, man. <laughs> and you are this not... a Final Fantasy VII situation <laughs> all over again. <laughs> you are like trying to bring that person back to life. Mm. And then after that, your vehicle that you have can transport and fly over the map. Gotcha. And it's the same thing with Final Fantasy VII. Like, yeah. you, you end up walking this map forever. And then like, you get the airship. And then you get an airship. Yeah. Mm. And then you can travel. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool thing about this game... Um, compared to other RPGs, is at the time you would like we were talking earlier, you would encounter people on the map. Mm-hmm. You don't encounter anyone on the map. In fact, you only encounter enemies in smaller locations that you go to, and you can go around them. Oh, so nice. this is like one of the first. Oh, RPG- where you can actually see them. You can see them. Ah, I forgot about that. And I love that. Yeah, so this was like huge innovation at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also, um, uh, the battle system, there's different options in the menu. You can actually make it t- like more turn-based, um, or you can make it an action battle sequence where everyone has like speed based on their characters. Mm-hmm. So that's how I've been playing it. And you basically like you attack based on your speed. I'm trying to remember, um, cause it's been a long time since I've played it, but are are there like different positions you can be in in the battle system? I thought going into this that was going to be the case. Yeah. Cuz there are specific moves that you get based on your positioning. Mhm. But the posi- positioning is random. Weird. So, like one of your moves cuts through anyone in the line with you. Okay. And the enemies do move around yeah. you, and so you can kind of pause it when you hit attack. Uh-huh. It pauses it. Uh, and you can attack multiple people, but it's very like sporadic and random. Huh. So it's not necessary to yeah. do. Hmm. Um, that's why like any attack that does like AOE is the way to do it because yeah. you can just like hit multiple people. But right, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, overall, the the story is pretty like fast and fun in the beginning, and then it just kind of slows down. I'm, you know, twenty hours in, and <laughs> they just keep throwing more like plot twists and stuff at yeah and i would just rather have like a very like simple story simple story it's a lot of reading for you yeah I no know. there's very there's very little like di- like Dialogue. you talk to someone this is also cool about this game is if you talk to like someone in the neighborhood of this town and you start the dialogue and you're like oh i've already i've already done this you can just walk away Mm. Oh, nice. Which is really not, cool. So you're not locked in. Mm. You're locked into like very like main character NPCs. Mm-hmm. You're locked into those people's mm. stories. Cool, but very nice. Um, it's not. I mean, it's not a confusing story by any means. It's just like there's a lot going on. Yeah, you have a lot of characters. 
Um, well, when, when you get time right. travel involved, <laughs> yeah, fucks everything up. Can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'll just read this from Nintendo Power Two. Described aspects of the game as revolutionary, including mm. multiple endings, plot-related side Whoa. quests focusing on character development, cool. unique battle system, and detailed graphics. Which I like the detailed graphics. I for do. The, the graphics are tight. But they look a lot of like other games of the time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of the design, though, um, there was some sections where you you go to like areas and there's like the depth of color, and this is probably just a fabric of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's hard to see where you're supposed to be like walking on a platform mm-hmm. and how to get up to it. So some of that's confusing. It takes a little more exploring. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, like, yeah, the characters all look great. The animations are funny. Um, I wouldn't say revolutionary, but you know, maybe at the time they were like huge yeah, deal. For sure. Mm-hmm. Sweet. I need to. I have that on my PS, my PS Vita. I need nice. to play it. Nice. I will say, uh, strategy wise, it's a nice RPG that you don't have to grind, which mm. Ooh, is amazing. That is nice. You can. That's the worst part about JRPGs. Uh, yeah. I've uh, hit a couple like bosses that are pretty tough, but as long as you're like doing the main quest, hitting the enemies as they kind of come to you and knowing like their weaknesses, pretty easy. Yeah. Now, you had a little, a little save hiccup happen. Mm, that was my undoing. I. <laughs> so, uh, how many hours did you lose? I lost like think? eight hours. Oh, I had to play eight hours again, but. It's kind of Brian. It, will you get it together? I don't there? know why this thing won't tighten. <laughs> I really don't. It was actually good that I lost those eight hours because most of that time, I. Another thing about this game is if you you stop playing and you forget what you're doing. Yeah. The only way you can kind of know what is happening is your save file tells you what you're supposed to be doing. Oh, that's good. It's like, time egg. That's yeah. like my. So uh, I'm like, oh, okay, I have to do this time egg thing. Yeah, yeah. Like the point in the story that you're at, basically. Yeah. And then there's a a man in the time vortex area or whatever it's called who tells you kind of what to do next in a way. And I didn't know that until I lost my time and talked to him. So I was like, oh, I can just come back here and talk to this guy and he'll tell me what to do. He's like, oh, you should get the sword. And you're like, cool. So it sucks I lost the time, but um, yeah, benefited me in the long run. Yeah, good. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that game rules. Are you going to finish it? Yeah, but I'm going to do the, the slow JRPG crawl instead mm-hmm. of doing this. So like, just kind of like in the background and just like, yeah, you know, whenever you want to chill out a little chill bit. Chill out. Pop, yeah. pop it on. Because, I mean, in, uh, you know, the 90s when I was playing these games, I had. Yeah. Infinite time. Infinite amount of time. I would just sit on the floor and <laughs> wouldn't yeah. move and be yeah. playing. Plus, I mean, you had to return that that game in seven <laughs> yeah. days. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, are you using a controller on your computer? Or? Oh, okay, okay. So the the emulation route on yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm doing. Okay. No one's gonna. I thought be, you said Nintendo's you played not it on... gonna be breaking down our door. They might. Yeah, or they Square might. Soft or whatever. I, I thought you said you were playing on PC, but I was looking at my notes. <laughs> no, no, I, SNES classic 
Nice. Nice. I didn't know they included it on that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in there. It is. If you go or if you ordered the one from Japan, it included Chrono Trigger. I ordered the one somewhere on the internet that included something. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. Cool. <laughs> uh, what's who's your favorite character? So, you, man, you get some great characters. You get a frog whose name is Frog. <laughs> uh, I named him Brog. Nice. Because uh, you can rename the characters. Yep. Uh, you get a cave woman, you get your like two friends from town, uh, a robot, and I just got a vampire. Oh, which this game is wow, it's <laughs> it's it's pretty wacky. When I, I've never been to the prehistoric land, but mm-hmm. when I heard that, I was like, man, they just went for it. So, yeah, I mean, I don't give too much of the story away again, but you, you end up traveling before the prehistoric time mm. and realizing humans were enlightened beyond their years and they lived in the clouds and then the prehistoric people lived on the ground and they were like the unenlightened people they're like i don't know if i like that but then that that's where it kind of kicks the story into another like they're all the ones to blame gotcha the enlightened people gotcha so So do you get a caveman on your team i do nice she's great ah sweet she's like a cat she's got a tail um and she is, this is cool. There's actually some cool, like, um, I'm trying, like, f- not feminist, but, like, female empowerment a little bit in this. Sure. Like, she is the only cave woman that's led this village. Nice. Which is cool. And they're, like, her, like, partner uh, is always, like, I'm never as strong as you. Yeah. She's always, like, you know, you'll get there one day. Like, it's cool. Oh, nice. Um, I just... For you know, ninety five, ninety four, I just didn't think I'd see that. No. Yeah, JRPG, but for sure, or any game. Or yeah, <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Amazing. Oh, I, I I'd recommend it if you want to like yeah. play old school. Nice JRPG. Yeah, I think um I might add this to my uh, potential Steam Deck. Uh, oh, game list, you know. Yeah, I. Uh, when that Steam Deck comes out too, I want to re. Uh, that's the thing is like I'd love to repurchase this and play it, but I want to like then you're starting. <laughs> I want to load up someone's save like where I'm currently at or something, you know. Yeah. Like I love that about PC games. In the past, I'd be like, search a forum and find some save file, and you could like drop it on yeah. your computer and be like halfway through it. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Wasn't Google gonna do that? Uh, <laughs> it was. Um... <laughs> If you were watching somebody playing it on YouTube or Twitch, no, I guess no, it was that's all, PS5, it was wasn't it? No, 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 it was Stadia. Yeah. If if you're watching somebody on YouTube, because YouTube's oh. a Google service, you could be like, you could just like click in and on like the same point in the game that they were, and that never happened. PS5 lets you like take over someone else's. They have share play, if that's what you mean. Like you, you can. Like if I have you watching the game, you can hop in, in or and you can take, take o- over. Take over basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But that's on like a one to one thing. It's not like a you can right. do that with like a, yeah. a huge group of people. Yeah. yeah. You oh, can man. do that on the PS4 too. Nice. Yeah. That's Stadia that was a wild thing that Stadia <laughs> yeah. said they to could yeah. do. Say they could yeah. do, yeah. <laughs> Is it my turn? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the classic. Huh? Just with another classic. Oh yeah, another another classic. Um, I played Half Life Two. Um, I'm gonna read the wiki synopsis here. It's a, it's a little long, but it's pretty important, I think. Uh, Half Life Two is a 2004 first-person shooter game developed by Valve. 
like the original Half-Life, it combines shooting, puzzles, and storytelling and adds features such as vehicles and physics-based gameplay. It's set roughly 20 years after the events of the first game. Players control Gordon Freeman as he joins a resistant movement to liber- liberate the Earth from the control of an alien empire called the Combine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game was created using Valve's Source Engine, which was developed at the same time. Development lasted five years and cost $40 million. Um, Valve president Gabe Newell set the team the goal of redefining the first-person genre, focusing on advanced physics systems and non-player characters. Um, Valve announced Half-Life 2 at E3 2003, and it released through its new distribution service, Steam, after delaying it by over a year. Um, Oh, man. So uh, we got critical acclaim when it first came out for advanced physics, animation, and sound. It did win several Game of the Year awards. Do you guys have a guess on how many Game of the Year awards it received? All of them? Uh, 20. Okay. I was just going to say all of them, but... uh, You can't say all of them. I need a number. Uh, I need a number. I'll do eight. 39! Game of the Year awards. 39. Um, so a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. I remember that was one of the first. I feel, I want to say like 3D, it had like a really advanced 3D sound mm-hmm. um, system. Yep. Yep. And that blew I my think, mind. I think you're right. Um, you can play it on Windows, Xbox, Xbox 360, uh, 360, PlayStation 3, Mac OS, Linux, and Android. Wow. Whoa. I played it on uh, PC. Difficulty was normal. I played it for about 12 hours to get through the main campaign. Nice. Thanks. Uh, nice. That's, yep. that's good. Yep. I was going to say, I was just thinking of years in development, but they're also doing the other thing at the same time. So, yeah. never mind. Also, Counter Strike Source came out. The same time. That's yes. what I was wondering. It sounds like they were working on a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah they they definitely were. Um, they had a team um, specific for Half Life Two and all the other stuff that they had going on basically at the same time. Nice. Um, okay. Uh, just starting off with the the story. Um, so I was a big Half Life One dude. I played um, all the expansions basically. I think besides one of them that you brought up last time, but I can't remember what it was. Blue team? No, I played blue team. I played blue, blue team. Yeah, uh, blue shift. I played the opposing force. Opposing force is one. There's some other one. Um, but I guess sometime between Half Life One and Half Life Two, I like I fell. I didn't have a computer anymore. Yeah, and I got the orange box at some time, but for some reason, like I never got around to to playing it before I got rid of it, or you know, must have been playing something else. What whatever. I just never got around to playing Half Life Two. Well, Orange um, Box came out pretty well. I guess it came out when episode one or episode yeah, because it had some mm-hmm. of the expansions in it. It had Team Fortress and it had a console version of Counter Strike, maybe I don't remember, but yeah. Um, oh, it had Portal on it. Oh yeah, Portal. That 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 was the one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small title thrown in the mix. It's a small, <laughs> it's a small game known as Portal. Um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah, so built a PC this year. Finally thought it was time to get around to Half-Life 2 since I think the OG Half-Life was one of my favorite games um, mm-hmm. way back when. Um, so the overall story, uh, so it's kind of 
interesting that it has this like big. I, I watched a recap of Half Life One because I didn't really remember how it ended. You know, you have the 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 dude and the the G Man, the G Man, yeah, following you around the whole time. You know, and then you Freeman becomes like an employee of the of the G Man, basically. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of like just wake up like. 20 years later and you're just like a, a, a voiceless character. So like there's a lot of exposition through the other characters, which is fairly new for the first person genre, at least in how well that this game is like voice acted and the script and stuff, especially compared to the first one. It's like much drier and like just sounds like somebody reading a script instead of acting a script, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that was, I think pretty um, big when this game came out. Um, so there, there's some like stuff happening cursory in the background, which I feel like a lot of that was happening in Half-Life 2. Like when you're walking around environments, there's like a lot of things mm. to stop and look at and see. Yeah. You know, there's screen. Pick up the can. Banning yeah. machines to hit. Yeah. There's <laughs> uh, screens playing. Um, the the main antagonist, I can't remember his name, but he was like the head of uh, Black Mesa basically has yeah. become like the president of Earth or the leader yeah. or whatever. Um, and he's working with the combine through him to control everybody on earth. Um, so the story is told mainly through that you're catching up on some stuff that, you know, um, the resistance on earth has been working on, but it's a very loose, like you don't really know what's going on. And even when you get to the end of the game, it's like, Hmm, you did, you've done your job. Oh yeah. The the, the G man. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the way that they wanted to wrap up the story in Half-Life 2 is by these additional DLCs that they eventually released. And there's like a whole interesting like backstory to um, episode one, two and the canceled episode three, where they just didn't want to spend five years um, creating each sequel. They wanted to do them quicker. Um, But then as like they're, the tech and development is like getting more advanced. It's still taking like, I think I saw that episode two took like two years to make and like a boatload of money. So Mm -hmm. that's basically why episode three gets scrapped and why half-life two ends at such like a, a A weird, weird, like cliffhanger. Did you, you, did you look at, cause you didn't play uh, episode one or two, right? I didn't. I did you oh, like man. read it or like look into it? I didn't all? want to cause I, I do want to play them. Yeah. Um, I just looked into like the development a little bit gotcha. just to have like a little bit of a backstory mm-hmm. on why they, they did it like that. Um, so the story in, in this one game, if you're just to take it as like a stand, standalone game is pretty, I mean, it's, it's cool how it like, you're kind of like learning what's going on and, and it, like kind of swells to getting into like the main the um, citadel yeah thing. the citadel um and seeing everything that's going on through there like the experimentation with um the alien tech and and all that stuff um but if you were to just take this game as like a standalone it's like it's pretty whack <laughs> and knowing that there's one and two and they never wrapped up the story in episode three and all of a sudden have like half-life alex um yeah. Which is a prequel, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, which has some stuff that I'll I'll get into later, I guess, about it. So, um, yeah, Alex being like the one big notable side characters, and then you have like your doctor buddy that was um, 
hanging out, hanging out with you in the first game mm-hmm. too. And he has his like um, head crab friend or that he like defaked. Uh, defa- <laughs> yeah. So good. So it's like very pretty humorous. Um, and Alex kind of just pops in and out and helps you along the way. And Barney. Uh, Barney. He's the, he's the blue ship guy. I don't even remember. Uh, yeah, he's the so, other. Okay, so in Half Life One, there's only like three models for, um, scientists. Yeah, and so you see this, you see that guy die like a million times in the first uh, one. Yeah, and same with Barney. Barney is all of the security guys. Okay, so you you'll run into oh, like yeah, a security Barney. guy, yep. and you can get him to like follow you around yep. and stuff. So, they just made like those guys. Characters. characters in half-life 2 which yeah. is pretty funny like when yeah. he's like it's me barney yeah <laughs> you're like oh, i watched you die like 10 times yeah <laughs> in the first game got it so um yeah. actually sorry i think alex's dad might be one of the original science models too oh really scientist models mm. but um so yeah i mean uh the one thing about half-life is it has some like pretty pretty signature um characters i'm segueing into my snack here oh, um oh. and like the the enemy types is there uh any any uh did you get you crab know, any you just uh, get some, oh, you get some, oh, crab? some crab Ooh. possibly cross hold on let me, gra- let me grab it. oh dude i could i would murder for some crab yeah is he gonna... <laughs> oh freezer frozen yeah well i mean there's only so much Oh man! Do we gotta? Should we preheat the expensive oven? One. Well, we will have to preheat the <laughs> oven. Absolutely. We've got uh, Maryland style Henry's crab cakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, crab yeah. cakes! Yeah, yeah. Set yeah. that oven to four hundred degrees. Yeah, yeah. We, we will have to. Um, Should I pop it on? Pop it on. Uh, preheat that bitch to three seventy five. We got to bake for ten minutes, then turn over and bake for an additional five oh, to eight. That was pretty close. So I mean, you know, I guess we'll see how long that takes, but. Uh, ten ten big crab cakes here. I was those are chunky. I was, I was just going to the frozen section, <laughs> thinking uh, there's gonna be some, you know, kind of smaller, like little yeah, bite sized crab cakes. But um, there's some tartar sauce in the fridge too. Ooh. So nice crab cakes. Oh, that's what you. I thought you had mayonnaise, and you. <laughs> I was like, did you get mayonnaise for the fucking <laughs> snack? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just yep. So the head crabs, classic, uh, classic enemy, classic enemy. They jump out, they scare you, and then there's even some like evolved ones in this oh, that yeah. are like faster and they poison you. Woo! Um, Talking about Raven Home. What? Raven Raven Home. What's a Raven Home? That's the town where the where you oh. the spooky town. Yeah. Oh like a, yeah. Oh yeah. Horror, it's like a horror. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah Very spooky. So spooky. Transport there and stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um, uh, okay. So like the big thing about this game is that it's basically a showcase for the Source engine that they were developing at the yes. same time. Physics, huge. Um, you know, uh, things have weight to them. In uh, Half Life One, you can break a lot of things, so there's mm-hmm. like a lot of beaten shit with your crowbar and stuff like that. But yeah. now a lot of elements have have actual weight. And you're using them to solve puzzles. So early in the beginning, there's like a seesaw type of thing where you have to grab like these cement blocks. Mm-hmm. Man, playing a modern shooter, it's it's pretty frustrating having to do it because 
you can pick them up and put them down, yeah. but they don't have any weight when you pick them up or when they're on the ground. Yeah. yeah. It's only how the weight actually affects the in right. environment thing. So you put all the weights on the seesaw or the cement blocks, but if you walk over them, they'll just go flying. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. you know, it, it's got some jank a little. Yeah. I mean, playing it back then would have been like, yeah. Oh, I'm grabbing blocks and putting them on there. But I think episode two gets another mechanic in there too, where you're, you can, I don't know if you can do this in this one, you can break things and then use the pieces that mm. are broken. Okay. Can mm. you, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's a lot of like, uh, using, so you'll get, you get the gravity gun after yeah. like three or four hours, which you're using that a lot. There's like a big desert level where if you step on the sand, you disturb the starship trooper bugs. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, That's cool. And you have to like grab these, um, the crate crates or, you know, metal sheets that are laying around mm-hmm. or, or pallets basically, and use it to like step from thing to thing. And there's like a lot, couple like water traversal things where, yeah. You have to use that. So the gravity gun is like another um, big thing that you get too. Um, and also with like the um, other focus of the game was like non-player characters. So uh, you get control of the Starship Trooper bugs, which you have like a ball where you can call them mm-hmm. and then throw it. And... Makes like a dog squeaky toy Yeah, sound. basically. <laughs> um, and it that works really great, but later on in the game you get human companions, which you're supposed to be able to give orders to, and they are Duh. just <laughs> the fucking worst. You're in like really tight apartment complexes and going through these halls and doors, and you know enemies are coming from everywhere, and they're just blocking doors and just standing in. The, <laughs> even if you send them somewhere, like they're basically just cannon fodder. So the bugs were way better because it's a big open thing and you're just like launching this ball and they climb up like towers and yeah. shit, which was like really fun. And yeah. then you get to the end and, and they it's just, like, they just wreck people. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the, the human AI was like, I mean, it's very, um, admirable. They try to go that far, I guess, yeah. and, and push it. Sure. Um, but whew, what a pain in the ass <laughs> those guys were. It's interesting. Valve being a company now that does so much of, like development of the engine and storefronts and big in like pushing VR that I can kind of see why there's not like a half life three. Like what are they going to really like do with it? You know, like they have source two, which people are still using Mm -hmm. Um, half life. Alex is built on um, source. Um, Another game that this really reminded me of in a in a modern uh, or a contemporary comparison is Titanfall 2 just how the kind of areas are segmented and they want to show off like one specific thing mm-hmm. yeah. like Half-Life 2 has sections where you're just like driving around a vehicle and like forever <laughs> but I, that's another thing um but Titanfall 2 is like certain levels you know they wanted to show like the time jumping or different yeah. physics things or yeah. or so Source is still like a very strong engine that people are still using today. And like with Half-Life Alex, they have VR. They want to sell VR. Half-Life mm-hmm. 2 felt like feels like looking back on it, it it was like a way to sell the source engine. So like Half-Life 3, like what are they going to push with that? Like what's going to really push the medium forward in another direction? Yeah. Or um, probably like really well, the rumor was advance engine. the genre. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't. I from what I could tell, I couldn't see like find like a development for like a source three oh, happening. Right. 
right yeah. now, you know. Yeah. They um, there was the rumor was they were gonna try and push it out for those console. Yeah. And it, it half like would have it would have probably came out the exact same time they released whatever Steam console it was called. Mm-hmm. Which they did release. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Where you could just install the it on Steam, any, the Steam computers or yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and like Half Life <laughs> Three, from what I can tell, has been started and canceled like several several times. Um, and even the story from Half Life Two Episode Three was gonna just be Half Life Three, but then that got canceled as well. Yeah. So, um, they were like, not, they weren't trying to trace chase trends, but they almost like made their own trends that then they started chasing a bit. Yeah, like yeah. The episodic thing was very like new for the time. Mm-hmm. And then everyone started doing it to like cut down on development cycles. Yeah. And then they're like, well, you know, this isn't them, but you know, like, oh, yeah. everyone's doing it, and we're we're taking five years now to still do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it seems to me like Valve is very much trying to chase, like, I guess, have their cake and eat it too. Basically, yeah. is like you know trying to make like this new tech, create something to sell it, and um, you know, kind of hurting like the game development process. Not hurting because the the games are obviously great, the, but they're not. It's helping. second to yes, the technology. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, another interesting thing too was like Half Life Two was the first game to re- require installation of Steam to play it, even if you bought a retail copy. So like yeah. they were big at pushing out mm-hmm. the game. I don't know if it was the first game that you could preload, but you could preload Half Life Two. I think in two thousand two actually might have come on the disc. Oh yeah, like a install version. Yeah. yeah, very possible. Um so I mean the differences from from other games that were coming out around the same time, you know, you they're just more less story based, you know, more just like we're going to shoot shit up, we're going to blow stuff up like the later quakes and uh, what was the arena based Unreal Tournament like mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I feel like it really like pushed more of like the storytelling through like a, a first person shooter yeah. game. Um, Half, I think Half Life One did that too. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. think so too. I think I think this just took it like another level, like I was saying with like the voice acting yeah. and stuff like that. I don't think they would ever do it, but they could like get a crew to do like a AAA like Half Life Three and be it could be like a big action thing, and it would probably just not feel right to them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I honestly, I just can't see how they could do it. Like, the hype is too high. Yeah, it's too much. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're gonna. It's gonna be a failure. Not necessarily because it'll be bad, just because it will never live up to the expectations of mm-hmm. people who've been waiting forever. I mean, people that have played Half Life, Alex love Half Life, Alex. As yeah. far as like a, mm-hmm. yeah, and I think, um, as far as what I remember seeing, or I guess I recently looked into like. The Half Life Alex Two. It's not that it's like a, a really great VR game, but it's just a great game that happens to be VR, right? Basically, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and it probably would have been more in like the higher end, like Game of the Year conversations, if it wasn't just a VR experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see here. I mean, I didn't collectibles and achievements. It did have Steam achievements, which was pretty cool. One of the ones that I really remember was like. You get the crossbow and there's a guy standing up on a billboard and you can just hit him from mm. so far away and he gets pinned to the billboard. It was like one of oh, the yeah, achievements. Um, that crossbow is so sick looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like a, a rebar big piece of rebar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's like a, a, a decent variety in the guns, but I would just like always go back to the sh just the shotgun basically because it just wrecks so hard if you just did headshots. Yeah. There's like some of the machine guns and stuff felt like every enemy was like just a pure bullet sponge. Um, oh, really? Yeah, even like the second, because there's basically two guns of every type besides mm. the shotgun, I think. Um, and the, the rocket launcher? Uh, the rocket launcher, the other one is a... What was it like the energy beam thing? Yeah, there was some other secondary one I can't <clears throat> that you would toggle through. Yeah, so basically just sticking with the shot or the the revolver was like so good from like mm -hmm. far mm -hmm. far far away too. Um, even now looking at the build and just like turn you can obviously turn the graphics up. The water looks fantastic. Water was thing, a big one thing. I, water was a big thing then too. Yeah, yeah. One of them you actually go on the water. The one of the expansions. Oh yeah, and you do puzzles under the water. Oh, uh, there there was some underwater physics stuff based in, puzzles. in this one. Oh yeah, I also really like the gravity gun when you like when you get in you get the gravity gun and then you like immediately go to Ravenholm and there's just buds buzz saw blades yeah, the, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's so good. A lot of lot of buzz saw blades and they like that thing could just go forever until it like stuck into a surface. Like there was yeah. no drop or anything. Oh yeah, so you mm -hmm. just run backwards and line them all up and just just yeah. rip it. Um. I actually had a, a, a decent amount of game crashes, but it just has to be with how old the game that is and some right. driver thing. Yeah. Um, I had the same thing with psych, playing Psychonauts earlier this year too. It's a, uh, it's nice because you can just save whenever. Yeah, it's just like definitely quick save, quick yeah. save, yeah. quick yeah. save, quick save. Yeah, I think my my big complaint is that the driving sequences in the game were were like so long. Like yeah. the boat sequence is like. Like an hour and a half, maybe, it's and it's long. it's and then it like you get like a different gun on it, and it's like okay, it's fine, but it's like, yeah. so, and then there's a driving sequence later, and that one was like also pretty that, pretty long too. But yeah, I forgot about that one. I don't remember any vehicles. I mean, I after you said that, I remember vehicles, but if the, you told me there's vehicles in this, I'd be like, oh, the boat one is so long. Cause, yeah, because you got to like get out, go to go open this gate. Yeah, jump back in. Yeah. It's it's actually pretty fun when you're just like going through the canal, mm -hmm. running from the mm -hmm. helicopter, mm -hmm. um, but that's like ten minutes of like of like an hour long sequence. Yeah, yeah. I I think there's um because it is pretty open in these sections. Like there's a lot of like wrong ways that you can go and yeah. get turned around. Like if you have if this was your first time playing a game like it, but since like there's been so many first person shooters like along the same line that I was like, Oh, I'll just turn left here. And you know, yeah, yeah. you figure it out. But if you like, this was the first time you were dropped into like an open world, first person shooter, like yeah. type of level, you could be like looking through every like nook and cranny yeah. trying to find. Also, uh, I mean, stuff. it was like, like the, you know, it's, it's pretty old, but yeah, like, the environments are pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So like they definitely give you areas of just like, Go look at this building. Over mm -hmm, here. Hey, mm -hmm. check out this boat. Yeah, yeah, I did it a lot. There's a health pack on it. Yeah, but pretty cool boat, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think like this the sci-fi design aesthetic for like the combine buildings and um like the citadel and all the equipment and stuff that they use is is really cool too. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Big walkers. 
Oh, the big yeah, the big cool. uh, the bug looking things. And there's yeah, like like I was saying earlier, like a lot of background stuff going on, like a lot of environmental things. Like you'll see, I'm just like walking over a yeah. building at the beginning when you first yeah. get off the train and and it opens up. Pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, I, I had a good time playing it. Um, you know, definitely like oh, some of this stuff feels really outdated, but you can see like you know what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um back then like the the kind of shooting gameplay is mostly pretty basic until like the, you get the gravity gun and mm-hmm. open it up like you're just yeah you know nothing has recoil or or anything like that there's bullet spread but it's like so random like it's you can't like yeah. reliably like adjust like you can with with things right. now um pistol the i i mean the pistol's just like yeah just a laser tapper. beam basically yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. but the the mp7 or the first mm-hmm. submachine, submachine gun, gun you get yeah. just yeah yeah <laughs> all over the place yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how counter-strike is too actually yeah but yeah i think um you can do a little bit more like short burst in counter-strike than you can in right they definitely have two yeah half-life two it feels like you're mm-hmm. just yeah no matter what it's just like like just a big old <laughs> glob but yeah that's uh that's half-life two blade it done nice yep. nice Oh man! Now you can join the forums and uh, really rally for Half Life Three. Nah, it's yeah. okay. <laughs> I mean, you, your vo- your voice can be heard now. <laughs> yeah. I just played Half Life Two for the first. Where is Half Life Three? Yeah. yeah, I think early this year I got to Raven Home, and then I you know got busy with other shit. You should play the Black Mesa fan remake. I want to it's do really that good. so bad because I would love to play through Half Life One. I've actually never beaten Half-Life. I mm. recommend, I think the Black Mesa is the better way to do it. Yeah. Plus you can, I mean, it's a separate game, but yeah. there's like, like when you go to the alien world in Half-Life 1, they built like a full game mm. of just that. So mm-hmm. could be cool. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun. Mm-hmm. So. Cool. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. I I was interested to hear what your thoughts were, just like coming at it from, you know, what is it? 20, almost 20 years yeah so. yeah yeah i i think it holds up pretty pretty well it's not like i was ever like oh i have to go back and i have to try to finish this yeah. game you know i was like oh, yeah. I'm just yeah. jam on some more half-life 2 it's kind oh, of yeah. like mindless like you know yeah not yeah. too not too hard at any any point yeah. you know they, fun they, mix of like weapons and uh c- closed area and open area and, i feel like they do a pretty good job of balancing like puzzles plus mm-hmm. the shootouts yeah yeah so you're you're kind of like mixing up what you're doing yeah all, all the time definitely yeah yeah did you have a favorite section i think the there is a one of one of the bug sections where you're taking over like a huge base was really fun because mm-hmm. the bugs at first the bugs you only have like a certain amount and like if they die they die until you mm-hmm. get to the next section oh yeah, yeah but there's a part where you're taking over the base where the bugs just <laughs> are, are constantly responding mm-hmm. so you're just like throwing them up <laughs> at like these towers and they're just like Wee! like crawling up there and then you have a rocket launcher and you're trying to take down several ships at the same time while you're commanding this bug army cool it was was pretty fun that's that pretty really fun. fun yeah, yeah. nice yep yeah. yeah. man um, awesome game yeah. Awesome game. I think yeah. I got I think I got it on sale for like, I don't know, eight bucks with all the DLCs and stuff like that. So I was I recommend the DLCs. They ramp up. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. I remember I remember the DLCs being like 
awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the last one's in real good. Yeah, I I, I I think you're right. And uh I was thinking about playing those on the old Steam Deck too could be oh, pretty nice. fun. Or you know if I ever don't have anything to play, which I never do. So <laughs> did you play the Lost Coast? No. I was pretty obsessed with that when Steam came out. Nice. Okay. Uh, next month's game. So uh, I feel like in January, we typically try to hit on a game we may have missed. That was a hot topic of conversation. Um, this month, we are going to play Inscription, which is uh, a little indie game that uh, a lot of people were talking about last year in the Game of the Year conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's developed by Daniel Mullins Gamers. Uh, published by Devolver Digital, it's a roguelike deck building game in mm-hmm. which, what did you say? Nothing as is, is as, as it seems. seems. I like that. Yeah, trying to go in spoiler free as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Yeah. I, I've mm-hmm. seen some clips, so I know something. So not enough to like spoil it. So okay. I'm excited. I, okay. I know a little bit. I have been talking on Waypoint oh, for dude, like, I had I to turn off the podcast. Basically the whole month I've not yeah. listened because all they do is talk about inscription and how okay. good it is. Okay. But I know more about the card game, less about the story, mm. which is what I'm excited for. Okay. Okay. I've also started it already. And so far the card game's pretty fun. Nice. So, uh, so it's uh, only on PC at the moment. Um, the main story should take you about 11 and a half hours. If you want to go full completionist, 18 and a half hours. Uh, the average playthrough time is about 14 hours to do the main story and some juicy extras. Cool. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Duncan, who's put mm. 40 hours into I saw it. that. I saw that uh, on his Steam log. I was we like, were, how does that even work? We were talking about it um, a couple days ago. He says it's his game of the year, mm. and he's going to. He's trying to 100% it right now. Wow. So that's probably why he's yeah. asked 40 hours. Okay. Good for him. So, Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, well, that'll do it for, you know, 2021. It's over. We'll see you all next year. If you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That would help us out. As always, send us any feedback, videogamerations at gmail.com. You can do the same thing on Twitter, at VGRations. And if you take a quick little peek into that bio, you'll find a link to our Discord server. Yeah. Send us those uh, promotions you want us to promote. (laughs) Yeah. We'll do them. Papa yep. needs a new uh, hair trimmer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good one, and thanks for listening. See you.